Hey, amazing Sew and Tell audience. This is Amanda, and you are about to hear one of my favorite Sew and Tell classic episodes, When Sewing Sparks Fly. We talk all about our favorite tried-and-true sewing patterns that we make again and again, also known as TNTs. It is such an inspiring conversation, and I hope you love it again. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with brand new episodes. And by the way, if you love what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe to, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen. Welcome to Sew and Tell, where sewists from fashion, theater, and indie sewing bring their different perspectives to the hottest topics in the sewing community. I'm Kate Zeinard. I'm Meg Healy. And I'm Amanda Carestio. Many thanks to our sponsor, Bernina, who, just like us, is made to create. Today on the podcast, we're talking about our favorite tried and true patterns. Then we'll do a sewing topic lightning round and share our opinions on sewing controversies and trends. We'll each share something in our Sojo segment, then we'll ask to hear from you too. Well, let's get started, you guys. I love talking tried and true patterns. Uh, These are also known as TNTs in the online sewing community. Of course, they have a variety of hashtags. Um, But these are essentially your favorite patterns in your pattern library, um, your go-tos. So things you've made a gazillion times with different hacks and in different fabrics. You've made it casual. You've made it fancy. um, But then you still want to make a gazillion more. Um, I love hearing about other people's TNTs. So I'm super excited. I feel like you always learn about new patterns and you also kind of learn a little bit about the person as well. So let's let's jump in. I can't wait to hear from you guys. What are your TNTs? Well, I don't think you're actually going to be in any way surprised about mine because you're around me when I sew them all the time. <laughs> but my little list here. Okay, so my number one is the gallery tunic and dress from Liesling Company, I love which I oh I love it so much. It's so comfortable. Um, you know, apparently there's something called hashtag secret pajamas. Yes. Um, on the internet, and this is my hashtag secret nightgown because it's so comfortable. It's like I could just go to bed in it and be perfectly fine. So um, I love it. Um, I especially love the dresses, but unfortunately, it's not the time of year for dresses anymore. Um, I also love the Pony Tank, which is chalk and notch, and it is also a dress version. And um, I have made both the dress and the tank, and I wear them all summer long. And Same here. Same here. I have a dress, and I made my mom two um, Pony Tank dresses. It's one of those patterns that's kind of universally um, flattering and also super comfortable. Yeah, it's got a lot of... uh, it, it has kind of an A-line shape, so it kind of drapes around exactly. you really nicely, depending on what the fabric is, and it's just, oh, so comfortable. That's the one I mentioned earlier I use as a swimsuit cover-up. Um, it, when it's dirty, I'll just toss it on over my swimsuit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the Roscoe blouse and the Willow tank and the Lago tank are all sort of mini tried-and-trues. I've made quite a few of each of those as well, though they're not quite as dear to my heart as the other two. Got it. 
And just a note to everybody listening, we will put links to all of the patterns that we mentioned today on our show notes page. So if you're interested in learning a little bit more, head there. Yeah, if you want to see what they look like or try them out or whatever, you should be able to find them all. So that's what I love. How about you, Meg? Lots of weird style stuff, I'm betting. uh, Well, guys, I don't have any tried and true patterns. (gasps) I don't. I know. Like, I was looking at all my projects that I've been making, and I very, very rarely make a pattern more than once. I I just – I'm always sewing something new because Berta – we release like 40 patterns new a month. And so I'm always wanting to try the next thing. And I don't know, I'm just kind of over it once I've sewn it and photographed it. There's very few things that I sew, yeah, more than once. I mean, I was looking back at one that I made uh, four times. So I feel like that's, I wrote that down in my notes as like, I guess it's kind of my tried and true. And it's a shoulder cutout shirt. It's like a turtleneck with a shoulder cutout. And I just really liked the way that that fits. A Berta style pattern number 109 from the September 2017 issue. So I guess that's mine. I don't know. I'm so like, that's I feel like tried now and true I need to me. one. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so I guess that's that's mine. <laughs> but, you know, I totally get it yeah. because I I didn't used to re-sew things. I was like, I'm going to go get this thing. I'm going to yeah. sew it. And then even if I really liked it, I just pretty much never did it again. It's only been in the past few years I've been repeat sewing. So uh-huh. and like you said, with all of those new patterns coming out, that makes a lot of sense that you're always looking for something new. And they're always such nice patterns, too. So. Exactly. And at the, I know at the end of every one of my mashups, I make a new pattern from the current issue. I'm like, I just find myself typing this so many times. Like, I love this. I I have so many plans to make them again, but then I just don't. But I guess I just, just don't, don't love them that much. Or I don't know. <laughs> I'm always like, oh, I'm going to make, I think I'm going to make this one again. And I, I mean, I genuinely want to. I just, I don't know. I just don't. And for I do a lot of filming for um so alongs and courses and stuff like that, which I'm going to be crazily prepping for. I've uh, <laughs> coming to see you guys in a couple of weeks, but Ooh, I may, I, ha- I have to for the samples. I need to make the same pattern like a gazillion times, and so that kind of just ruins it for me. I mean, I like doing it, but because you have to make it in certain stages of completion, right. it's like a step out, right. and so I'm doing that so much, and it's always so crazy, and I don't know. So that's just my my take on things. <laughs> you know, I I mean, and that makes sense because I feel like if you're sewing a lot of basics, it makes sense yeah. that you would sew things multiple times. Exactly. And if that's not really what you're sewing, then, you know, it doesn't does it make sense to sew a statement dress multiple times? The idea exactly. is that it's kind of one yeah. of a kind. So. Right, exactly. And we all know that Meg is all about the statement pieces. So <laughs> love that. But you were looking into doing more of a cohesive wardrobe thing this that wardrobe with basics this year, right? That right. was what you were telling us last time. So mm-hmm. um, maybe you'll find some maybe, tried and trues exactly. this year. I would like one. And then I would like to, you know, transfer it to a cardstock. And so I can always have a nice template. Right. Ah, yes. Right. To work from. So maybe this is the year I find my TNT guy. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to have to make a note to ask you about this in another year. Yeah, we should oh, check yes. in. <laughs> yes. I have a lot of TNTs. Yes, um, you do. Mine? I know. Whenever I think of this, I always think of you, Amanda, for Tried and True Pat. I'm like, oh, I could even name yours for uh, yours. I love seeing them. <laughs> that's so funny. I'm I'm kind of like the serial sewist. Um, <laughs> because my thing is, I don't really like to, I wouldn't, I don't purchase patterns unless I feel like 
there's a good chance I want to sew them at least three times. And I feel like that's kind of my cutoff point. And that really, that helps me from um, getting stuff that I don't really, really love. Like if, if I'm going to do the work to buy it and to put it together, then three times is kind of, it doesn't always work out, but that's kind of mm-hmm. my, what I use as a guiding principle. But Amanda, you're so responsible. <laughs> <laughs> Slash boring. Yes. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> um, but I love the Hemlock Tee from Grainline Studio. It's actually a free pattern and it's just a great basic knit. Um, I have lost count of how many times I've made it over the years um, it's kind of one of those that I make a couple every season or every um, fall and winter season just because mm-hmm. I love the style. It's big and swingy and very comfortable. I've also made the Green Line Studio Linden sweatshirt, I think, nine times. Um, That's the one we did the feature on. Yes, we did a sew along. Yep. Yep. Um, such a great basic. I have made... I. I'm not so far down the line with the Athena top from Tasudi Fabrics, um, but I made three so far. It's a really basic drop shoulder pattern for wovens. Um, there's a kind of a shirt length and then a tunic length, and I've also made a crop length, um, but I have at least one more planned, so I think I'll be up to four with that one. But again, free pattern is a really great um, basic um, with regard to bottoms, I have made a bazillion Nini culottes. They mm-hmm. are a so pattern. Comfy. They're a pattern by Named Clothing, and they're actually designed for knits. And I have never made them for knits. Um, no. I've done them in wovens, and I've really I've hacked them to death, and I love them. Um, but I just they're just swishy and comfortable, elastic waist, perfect for. Summer, I also have a few in like heavier weight fabric that I wear in the fall and winter. I have also made the lander pants five times um, mm-hmm. and want to make more. That is a pattern by True Bias. And um, part of that one is there's a um, an expansion pack for it that the original pattern comes with a button fly and um, Kelly at True Bias released an expansion pack that has a zipper uh, fly. So that, you know, changes up the look um, somewhat. And it's just, I love the wide leg pants. Um, it's kind of like my my winter Nini culottes. Um, <laughs> it's a cute <laughs> one. It's, it's cute. And then I'm working on my second and third pair of ginger jeans right now, which is a blue jean pattern by Closet um, Case Patterns. And... It's a really great pattern, and for some reason, I decided to sew two at once, um, which I'm trying. I'm still deciding if it's that was a good plan or not. Um, well, do you plan on completing one first and then doing the next, or doing the same step like twice? I'm doing like, the, doing same, the same, same step twice. Yeah, one, I think that's a good idea. One is um, blue and one is black, and for all the serging, I'm just using dark blue because um, it mm-hmm. doesn't show, and then I'm using the same color top stitching thread so it's actually going pretty quickly although mm-hmm. I did have a moment where I wasn't sure if they were going to fit and I had oh, like no. two pairs going and <laughs> completely freaked out but I think it's gonna work I think it's gonna work um <laughs> well let's talk about kind of is there a magical moment when you know you want to sew something again and again and again 
Oh, for me, it's usually when I put it on and it's comfortable and I feel pretty in it. And I want to wear it the next day, but I can't because I only have one. And so that's when I decide to make another one so I can wear it multiple days in a row. (laughs) I'm the same way. I like as soon as I finish making it and if I that's kind of when the urge is the strongest. Yeah. I want to just jump in, make another one immediately because it's fresh on the brain and love it so much. I guess I'll just have to update you guys. And when I get that, those sparks that just fly. <laughs> that <laughs> magical feeling. When the, when the doves feeling, release guys. and the confetti drops. Oh, it's going to be a wedding just, dress. You know it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, knowing me, I'm going to, that it's going to be my tried and true. That is my, like, wedding outfit. Love it. I got it in six colors. I know. I wear it to everybody's wedding. I know. Oh, my gosh. You guys, can you imagine? I just, like, hack it for every wedding I now go to in the future. I think it makes sense. I love it. Um, Along those lines, what are your favorite ways to change up your TNT to make it fresh? Because... I mean, I definitely make things a bazillion times and they're so basic. Like you don't really have to worry too much about anybody noticing that, hey, she's wearing the same top, but in different fabrics because no (laughs) one's really paying that much attention. I am. Are you? Okay. Yes, that's really good to know. But I also don't blame you for it because I know you. (laughs) (laughs) But are there are there some techniques that you really like to change up the look? I got to be honest, I never hack anything. No? <laughs> you hack everything, and I'm just like, I'm just going to make this pattern exactly as it is because I love it the way it is, and then I'm just going to make it over and over and over. You don't change, like, even a hemline? No, not usually. No? I mean, like, my the ones that are tunics <laughs> and dresses, you know, I have the two different hemlines. But, no, I don't, I don't usually mess with the hemlines very much. Oh, um, the funny. only things I do are little adjustments for uh, fit, like I had to widen the sleeve a little bit um, for the gallery tunic because the first one I made was just a little too tight around the upper arms. And I have a, a kind of a, I'm, I'm very pear-shaped. And so when I, um, when I actually look at my measurements, I'm usually one size on the top and like two sizes bigger around the hips. So I often have to blend my lines in there mm-hmm. and sometimes I'll add a vent in the sides of shirts, but that's about as far as I ever go. I'm uh, I'm not very creative when it comes to my tried and true patterns. I just make them <laughs> make the same again, way again. every time. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, I can speak from my one experience of making something twice. No, <laughs> um, so yeah, with that pattern that I was talking about before, it's like a turtleneck with and one shoulder kind of cool cutout, and so I made it again without the cutout, and then <laughs> so just you know, and then I made. My third one was three-quarter sleeve. So, you know, just changed it up a bit. Yeah. Changed up the sleeve. Yeah, I I had an urge to change up the sleeve length on my last gallery tunic, but I didn't actually end up doing it. (laughs) Chickened out? Yeah, I chickened out. Mm -hmm. Though I did actually make a short-sleeved one once, so I guess that counts. Yeah. I I love adding a little peplum to a really basic kind of T-shirt pattern. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yeah. Just for a little little bit of... Um, variation. I also really like doing color blocking or doing like, mm-hmm. you know, for, for patterns that are really good for using up scraps, using different fabrics for the sleeves and the body and um, blocking things out in that way. 
Um, with my Nini culottes, I have done a lot of hacks with like adding little um, flat felled seam down the center front, changing up the oh. pockets, doing patch pockets, um, you know, just kind of bringing in little details um, here and there to make it feel like I'm not wearing the exact same thing every day, even though I pretty much am. Um, and with the Landers, like I mentioned, the expansion pack, um, and there are a lot of patterns out there that have them. Um, so you kind of buy the pattern and then you buy the expansion pack and, and the hacks are kind of built in, um, which mm-hmm. I love. It's mm-hmm. um, a good way to get a lot of mileage out of a single pattern. So those are kind of my go-to hacks. Um, and then on the flip side, do you have a moment when you know it's time to move on from a TNT? Move on? I know. You don't, <laughs> I don't have understand. To. You don't have to. But I mean, I guess, too, have your TNTs changed over time? And why do you think they've changed? Oh, well, I just started developing TNTs in the past few years. So, no, I haven't had any time to really start changing them. Um, I think I, I I was doing the Willow T from what, Grainline Studios? Mm-hmm. The Willow, I'm sorry, not T, Tank. Um for a while and I made a lot of those and then the pony tank came into my life and kind of took over. So maybe there's that. But um, generally, I'm kind of, kind of, this is my thing. I'm sticking with it because I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Mine have changed over the years, but I feel like I kind of, I still go back to those favorite patterns when, you know, it's like you kind of have a your favorite knit tank and your favorite woven tank and your favorite mm-hmm. knit tea and your favorite woven tea and you kind of have like your best pick for each category and um, I mean of course new patterns always come out so there's always a chance you could you know potentially move on yeah but you don't have to well good because I haven't yet but I don't I don't put it outside the realm of possibility just that it hasn't happened yet she says having made her most recent gallery. Uh, tunic two days ago but isn't that lovely <laughs> i mean when you love something so much that you just kind of want to keep experimenting with it you want to see it in different fabrics you want to um you just you know you're still it's still an interesting pattern yeah to you. and i i love the familiarity of it i mm-hmm, love being exactly. able to like when i made this one i went over a couple of a couple of the steps in the instructions just to make sure i wasn't forgetting something but i really didn't have to think very much about it i knew how to do the placket and i knew how to do the mm-hmm. uh, collar and i didn't have to sit there and read the instructions and really think about it cuz i could just do it that was really nice mhm absolutely mm-hmm. well thanks you guys so much for talking tnt's with me we will check back in with meg in I know. However many months you need, Meg. You guys will be the first to know. Let us know immediately when that happens. But remember, if I don't have to actually develop a wardrobe plan, you don't have to develop a tried and true pattern. We can all sew the way it makes us happy. Exactly. That is true. Sewing should be fun. All right. So now we're going to jump into our sewing topic lightning round. Da da da. <laughs> I feel like we need like a game show. Yeah. Exactly. A little ding or something. But we each came up with three questions. Just quick little questions. Have a quick answer just kind of on, on the top of our head. And then so we'll each give our answers. So there's nine questions in total. We'll each read one answer. And yeah, here we go. So I'm going to start. I'm going to ask... One, then Amanda's going to ask one, then Kate, and then we'll just keep keep going from there. So my first question is, 
Pins or pattern weights? Pattern weights all the way. You know, I'm going off book already. Um, I My favorite way to do it is actually with a cork-covered table and pushpins, um, which is the way I learned and have never been able to do it since I left college. Um, but it's lovely because everything is just pinned to the table and can't move, and it's so great. And I love it. And since I can't do that very much right now, um, pattern weights. That was a I'm gonna have to go- long answer for a oh. short answer. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> So I'm gonna have I'm gonna go with pins. I'm a pin person. You're a pin person. That's fair. I used to be a pin person. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question: jumpsuits, yay or nay? I'm gonna have to say nay for me. I understand other people's love of them, and other people look great in them, but they're just they're just not my thing. Not my style. I don't even think we need to know my answer because we know. obviously yay. <laughs> you know, obviously. <laughs> and I'm more of a matching separates person like Mm -hmm. do the faux jumpsuit the faux romper um so i'm kind of a maybe kind of a maybe Mm -hmm. i like that cheated there that's okay (laughs) i think there's going to be a lot of cheating all right (laughs) here's my question hand sewing love it or hate it i hate it this is meg i hate it (laughs) (laughs) is meh an answer yes meh is an acceptable answer you just don't care either way i I like it sometimes. I hate it sometimes. You know, it's kind of nice to take a break from the sewing machine and, uh, like, sit on the couch when you're comfortable and Mm -hmm. hand sew on some buttons or hand sew down um, an inner collar stand or something like that. But it kind of depends on my mood. Yeah, for me, it's – we've had this discussion about uh, taping together digital patterns before where I kind of find it very irritating, but Meg finds it very zen. And for right. me, that's what hand sewing is like, because I spent so many years in the theater hand sewing hems. Mm. And when you have to sew a hem that's got like six yards of fabric in it, you just you, you can't hate it. You just have to live with it. And so at this point, yeah, it's very it's it's fine. I like to do it. I don't mind doing it. I choose to do it instead of stitching in the ditch because I hate stitching in the ditch. Um, so, yeah. Kate, we need to live near each other. Then we could just switch off. Like you could give me all your paper patterns to tile and I could give you all my hand sewing. That would be very Which convenient. Such a good trade-off. And, and we, kind yeah. of a, that would be a big move for somebody. <laughs> I know. I move, yeah, to a different country just so I don't have to hand sew. I mean, that, I'm considering it, guys. <laughs> You're considering it. Okay, well, I will do your hand sewing if you move to Colorado, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my number two question. Always pre-washing your fabric, yay or nay? I'm a yay, and it surprises <laughs> really? me because I will cut any kind of corner I can, but I I do tend to wash pre-wash my fabric. I I have a confession, and mine is nay, but mm, I try to do it if it's if it's a fairly well washable. I mean, like cottons, I'll always pre-wash cottons and linens and that sort of thing. But, you know, like with certain uh, rayons that are just going to be hand washed or um, put through uh, put through a, a dry L cycle or dry cleaned, I'm like, eh. See, and to be honest, too, when I sew stuff for here at work, I often don't take them home to pre-wash them. I just sew them straight out of the fabric that was given to me. Totally. I never hand wash anything, though. So Ah, uh, OK. So there's there, a difference. There's the balance. Yeah, I'm so glad there's another nay because I 
at confession rarely pre-wash my fabric. I know it's like in, even school, like they always tell you, you have to, the importance, I know, I I cut that corner, but yeah. And because we live in a loft that doesn't have laundry in our unit, we have to like, oh, yeah, that's go to like a laundry place and I don't know. Sometimes we just take them to Julian's parents' house. We do we bring our laundry like over to to mom's house. <laughs> we do that, but <laughs> there's no shame so, in that. No, no shame. shame. No shame. Yeah. No shame. So I, I am an a name. Got it. All right. Living coral. Love it or hate it. That is living coral, the Pantone color, color of, of the year. year. To be speci- mm-hmm. to to specify if anyone else isn't aware of that, I kind of love it. I've been kind of working towards corals and peaches and oranges lately, and I'm starting to love them more. So yeah, love it. Yeah, I love love it. I loved it even before it was the color of the year. I posted on my Instagram saying like I've been living coral because I posted um, a dress that I made for a sew along last year, and I loved it so much I wore it to my engagement party. So I love it. Love it. I I think I love it. I don't know if I will actually end up wearing it a whole bunch, but I'd also say like I'm probably more on the salmon end of the spectrum, mm, like a little, a little bit pinkier, oh, a, nice, a little bit yeah. orangier a than orangier. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I can I can handle it though. Okay, I'm just gonna throw in here just for a uh, a PSA. If you're somewhere where there's actual living coral, like the actual living animal, coral reefs, and you're snorkeling or something, don't stand on the coral. It kills it. Keep the coral alive. All right. That was Kate's PSA. And now my question is, what is your favorite fashion decade of the 20th century? I'm going with 80s. I mean, I love it. Okay. I'm going with like (laughs) late 60s, early 70s, because I'm totally a hippie at heart. Mm-hmm. You really are. Um, mine is the mine is the 1920s. I'm uh, my my Pinterest feed has a way whole lot of uh, of historical 1920s dresses in it. I just love that that mm-hmm. straight line flapper mm-hmm. look with yes. yeah so yeah pretty. the flapper looks really love good it. yeah. But over um, the weekend there was that 80s movie that's called like Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> Have you guys seen that? Yes. And I looked at Julian. I goes, I love. Everything that is where I I love it, and I'm so glad it's coming back into style. I know I think we've talked about this before, but so exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Got mixed feelings, as do I. And I don't know that the 20s are ever quite coming back, but we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Okay, my third question is zigzagging or surging? Surging, surging. Yeah, I'm a surger too. Yeah, just <laughs> zigzagging yeah. just takes longer, and it's not as not neat. as clean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you have a, I mean, if you don't have a surger, then of course mm-hmm. zigzagging's fine. But um, mm-hmm. if you have the choice, I'd surge any day of the week. Yes, mm-hmm. same here. I guess it. Yeah, if you're a surger, if you can't like set it up, like next to, I could see someone just wanting to just stay at one machine and just yeah. switch back and forth. But oh yeah, I yeah, can. See I have that. an. Ur- yeah. Yeah, I definitely have an urge. Urge to surge. And if you don't have match like spools, if you're really particular about your matching like threads and you don't want to buy like five spools of fabric, then you could just zigzag it in the same. I guess I'm just like my inner self is like for anyone who says zigzagging, I'm like, you yeah, you're that's, okay. That's good too. Yeah, we're you're not judging okay. you. It's just our own preference. So we should be fine. Exactly. No judge. Yes. You guys, I'm gonna switch it up for my question and go off um 
Oh, the list. No. Because I thought of another one I really want to hear about from you guys. <gasps> Sewing over pins. Yes or no. Oh, I okay. So I didn't even know you weren't supposed to do that until I until I started working here. I sewed over pins my entire um my entire time until I got here, and now I'm like kind of neurotic about not doing it because I feel like it's kind of like a sin or something. Um, and then I still just do it sometimes because it's a pin sin. Yeah, because it's a pain. <laughs> in the, it's it's a pain to stop and pull out all your pins. So yeah, I I sew over pins, but I try not to. That's my answer. I mean, for me, it really depends. If I'm matching plaids or anything, I find it really. I find it helpful to keep the pins in there, Definitely. but I usually I usually don't. I didn't even know it was a thing until recently. I just never did it. And then I would see on some sewing blogs other people do it. And I found it helpful for, for certain things. So I'm a I'm an in-betweeny. That's interesting how our sewing education was different. Yes. Yeah, I learned sewing <laughs> over pins. And you know, I definitely occasionally break a needle, but you know, I wear glasses and that's just one of the right. perks of wearing glasses. No pain, no gain. No pain, no gain. Plus, you know, my my inner motto with when it comes to sewing is that time is my most valuable resource. So pretty right. much I'm willing to cut corners if it um, keeps me happy and, you know, just shortens the amount of time I have to spend doing any one particular task. So that nice. that was a good one. I'm glad you threw that Juicy. at us. Juicy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. all there. Yeah. So my last question was inspired by my conversation with Erica Bunker last week. Um, she was talking about uh, the newer polyesters and how they're so much better than the old polyesters. So my question is, polyester, yay or nay? I'm a yay. I mean, why not? I don't know. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I feel like yeah. for me, it's always about what the inside of the fabric feels like. Mm-hmm. So if, it, mm-hmm. if it's polyester and it feels great on the inside, I will totally wear it. If it's polyester and it feels... In any way, itchy or like plasticky on the inside, probably no. Right, but but I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, I feel like I'm more. Yeah, I, the fiber content is sometimes the last thing I look at when I'm fabric shopping. It's always the color or the print I'm more drawn to over the fiber content. Yeah, I agree with that, and I think I think it depends on the polyester. With the caveat that one of the things I've learned is you need to do a static test because every once in a while you'll get a polyester that's mm-hmm. so staticky you can't even stand oh, it. right. <laughs> but it's really nice to not worry about the wrinkles. And honestly, some things you just can't do if you're not willing to have some polyester in your life. Like, for example, the all the wonderful faux furs they're making nowadays that are so oh, soft. Yeah. Those are all polyester. And if you want a lovely mm-hmm. faux fur, you're just going to have to suck it up and deal with polyester. So, yeah, mm-hmm. much better than real fur. Yes. In my opinion. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I've got a little bit of real fur I inherited from my grandmother, um, and I don't allow myself to feel guilty about that. I also don't wear it. But uh, any other fur in my life comes off of the polyester The tree. polyester, uh, yes, <laughs> extruder. I think that's extruder. the right word. <laughs> the polyester extruder. <laughs> That was fun. Uh-oh. That was fun. We'll have to do more of these. Yeah. I know. I liked that. I like that a lot. All right. And now it's time for our favorite segment, the Sojo segment, where we talk about what is inspiring us and giving us our sewing mojo for the week or the two weeks or whatever. So, <laughs> Meg, what's your Sojo this week? Well, mine kind of has to be 
all of my sewing film prep work that I need to do. So I really don't have time to sew anything else but what I'm creating to to film in these coming weeks. So, yeah. Filming prep. All right. Yeah. Amanda, how about you? I am in the jeans zone. We have her. Oh, right. And I... I don't know what happened, but this, I uh, made some jeans around this time last year. I don't know what it is about this time of year, but I'm just, maybe I'm ready to slow down and bite into a bit of a juicier project. Um, But this time they have gone so much more smoothly. And I remember being Mm -hmm. really um, just kind of baffled by the zipper fly insertion last time. And this time it was just seamless. Um, So, I mean, good instructions help. And having done it before helps, but just feels like even less um, of a thing to be sewing jeans this time around. But I really need some, so I'm really excited about it. That's awesome. Amanda's January jeans. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> January's jeans month, at least in Amanda's house. In my world. <laughs> I'm like sweatpants month in January. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, my sojo, I'm going to cheat a little bit because my sojo is actually a couple of past sojos. I'm just actually working on them right now. I've got my pineapple purse started and Mm. I've made one of my three flannel gallery tunics and I've got one cut out and one that isn't started yet, except for the pre-washing because definitely pre-wash flannel. That's necessary. Um, so I, oh, is it? (laughs) Well, I I would recommend it because flannel shrinks a lot. Mm -hmm. And so I guess I'd never snow with snow, blah, blah, blah. So with flannel, so maybe, well, if you ever decide to, I would recommend pre-washing that one, you know, go to one of your folks house and take care of it there. But, um, (laughs) yeah, so that's, that's what I'm excited about right now. That's what I'm currently working on. And that's what I'm, that's, that's what's keeping me going at the moment so i wanted to say something new but the truth of the matter is it's the old stuff still exciting me mm-hmm. i don't think that's nice. a bad thing good i don't think it is either it's only sort of cheating <laughs> all right and now we're going to do our so and tell segment where we ask questions from you the audience and uh, read your answers here on air so um last week episode we asked what are your sewing resolutions because we were talking about ours and we got several answers on instagram and we're going to read some of those meg why don't you start us off awesome so i loved this comment so i I really wanted to read it so this is from manda 2105 so her resolutions are one sew one item for my husband for every couple of items for myself and two, get my sewing business launched. I just had this, like, I just love that because I just, Julian always is like, why don't you sew for me more? And then I'm like, should I work this into, like, my vows or something? He's like, <laughs> so forever, like, <laughs> I shall sew you, like, sew you something. And Because I do feel bad because he's so supportive. And when I'm busy mm-hmm. sewing, he, you know, makes dinner that night or makes, like, helps me clean up. And I really should sew more for him, so... And see, that's so funny because I'd kind of like to sew for Mark, but he won't let me because he doesn't want oh. to be that husband. And he can he can actually sew himself. I mean, he, he calls himself a hack, but um, he does sew. And so when he wants something sewn, he sews it for himself. He doesn't let me do it, though he will take a lot of advice from me because he's a smart guy. <laughs> nice. I definitely need to sew for my husband more. And I've also seen that resolution 
pretty widely shared. I think that uh-huh. um, this new year, people are going to be doing a lot more sewing for men. Hmm. That's my prediction. Yeah, I think that actually uh, leads us into our next exactly. uh, Instagram comment. This is from Love Stephanie, and she says, I'd like to slow down and plan more with my sewing projects. Take the time to make a better fit, work on technique, and consider how often I'm really going to wear the garment before diving in and just sewing to sew. Plus, finally make something for my man that I keep promising. (laughs) Yes. Same. All around. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um that resolution that's that's yeah work yeah. on fit work on technique slow down a little bit it's a great way mm-hmm. great way to start a new year and our last comment comes also from instagram from sherry rudnack she says i want to make tailored and structured garments specifically i want to make a blazer and a tailored white button-down shirt preferably with french cuffs which just sounds so pretty Ooh, i love french that sounds cuffs. so chic i know oh. i feel like white button-downs like you can wear them so many different ways you can make them look dressy they can be really casual mm-hmm. they can be you know under a sweater they can be yeah you know, airy that, and that would be a good tnt totally. pattern it's like Definitely. a white blouse yep hmm. yeah for sure there i'm gonna start holding auditions for my my patterns be like will you make the cut <laughs> <laughs> there we go so you, uh, new and if anyone who knows me has any recommendation like not personally no but you know you see what i create in the community if you have any recommendations Please, I'd love to hear them. Yeah, yeah. well, and speaking of that, for all of our sakes, our question mm-hmm. this week that we'd like you to answer are, is, what is your, what are your tried and true patterns? Tell us. Maybe we'll find something new. If you hadn't heard mm-hmm. of some of our favorites, maybe that you discovered something new that you might like to sew. But uh, yeah, let's keep the community open and share some of our favorite patterns with each other. So you can answer that by uh, going to our Instagram feed or uh, commenting on our show notes page at uh, sodaily.com slash sewandtell. So, yeah, we want to hear about your tried and true patterns. Because we Mm -hmm. need even more ideas of things to sew. Yes. We need our list to just get ever longer. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks for talking to me today, guys. That was fun. Yes. Yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. I liked hearing about your patterns and... uh, that, yeah, I, I love that lightning round. We'll definitely we'll put that revisit. on the list for, again. Yeah, we will revisit, questions. yes. And if you guys have things that you want to add, you want to know what we think about certain things, too. Yeah. Lightning suggestion questions. Or if you want to answer the lightning suggestion questions. Yeah. We'd yes, love to yes. hear from you. Whatever you want to tell us, we would love to hear it. So and Tell is a So Daily podcast and produced by Golden Peak Media. It's hosted and produced by Meg Healy, Amanda Carestio, and me, Kate Zeinard. Daisha Clay is our producer. Director of podcasts is Jared Mayer. Tiffany Warble is director of content. Kelsey Ratterman handles our marketing. And Andrea Lotz does all things digital. If you'd like more information on sponsoring or advertising on So & Tell, go to goldenpeakmedia.com. <laughs>